Something wicked is coming this way, and only fools are ignoring the signs. So it's time you became a financial prepper like thousands of others. Gold can travel anywhere. It's international. It's its own currency. Allocate to gold now, the timeless safe haven asset. Open an IRA with noble gold investments to physically hold coins and bars and let real, tangible gold, not just paper, save your portfolio as the economy burns again. Right now, Noble Gold Investments offers a free 3-ounce silver American virtue coin with every qualified IRA. Just use the promo code code gold to claim your free coin and secure your family's financial future go to noblegoldinvestments.com now noblegoldinvestments.com this performance may not be indicative of future results investing in precious metals including gold involves risks consult with your tax attorney or financial professional before making an investment decision probably the only positive thing to come out of the Jesse Smollett story is that it put hate hoaxes on the map it was a national example of the way that victimhood has become a currency in the United States of America. And this has caused many in the left wing to go out and immediately play defense, prevent defense, because they know if anybody looks into this, they will be seeing touchdown after touchdown when it comes to fake hate hoaxes. So you'll hear people in the media say, well, listen, even though Jesse Smollett did this, even though all the incentives, but not all the attention that was on Smollett, Smollett exists for other people throughout our society, especially on college campuses. Hate hoaxes are still incredibly rare. I bet you you couldn't name two or three more hate hoaxes. And when you start to name them, you'd be like, oh, well, those are just isolated instances. This isn't a pattern that our culture is reproducing over and over again, because like I said at the start, victimhood has become currency. Well, I'm here to tell you that hate hoaxes are a lot more common than you think. I'm here to tell you that not only are hate hoaxes a lot more common than you think, but they're also a lot dumber than you think, and they also suffer from dumber writing than even the Jussie Smollett hate hoax. And that's what we're going to go over today. We're going to visit a small university, a Catholic university called Viterbo University in the great state of Wisconsin, and we're going to talk about a hoax that you never heard about because it wasn't in the media's interest to tell you that this came up to nothing. But before we get into that, before we engorge ourselves on the entree that that is this crazy hoax, we got to talk about something that's not a hoax, that's diet-related, because I said engorge, oh my god, keto with justice transition. It is incredibly difficult to lose weight. This is due in part to the fact that we are surrounded by things that are meant to induce bad cravings in us, like fast food chains, that are everywhere in this country. But also, your body's actually working against you, because after age 20, every single decade, your metabolism slows down by about 4% a year. So you need a secret weapon. And the secret weapon that I've been using to help manage my weight is Keto with Justice. This thing right here, this little magical powder, you put it in your drink in the morning and it can help you prolong a state of ketosis, which is a fat burning state. This has worked better for thousands of people than any of the other fads that you guys hear about. And it's based on the same principles as the keto diet. I recommend it as a supplement to your diet, but it can work on its own to help you meet your weight loss goals. And if you're interested in trying this and you're out there in my audience, guess what? If you go to Keto 
ketowithjustice.com, you can get 51% off your order. That's ketowithjustice.com. Get one of the better weight loss supplements out there. Trust me. As always, supporting the sponsors, especially long-term sponsors like Keto with Justice, helps support the channel, and I thank you guys out there for doing so. So where we're taking this story is Viterbo University, a Catholic university in Wisconsin that apparently was somehow influenced by the Catholic Church, saying that they will not affirm same-sex marriages because that's something that's in the local news report. Freshman at the university found a pair of racist messages on her door a couple of weeks ago. She spoke at a student rally on March 11th. It's really scary to like wake up in the morning, open your door, and there's a writing of hate on your door. The Turbo is a private institution connected with the Catholic Church. The Vatican declared earlier this month that the Catholic Church won't bless same-sex unions since God, quote, cannot bless sin, end quote. However, Tritely says Viterbo welcomes everyone on its campus. Of course, this position of the Catholic Church on gay marriage at this Catholic university caused a series of racial hate instances to be perpetrated against black students. Try to draw that connection in your brain. I'll wait. But until then, I'm going to go on through this story. Now, like all hoaxes, like all stories, and even like the Jussie Smollett story, things started small. If you'll remember, Jussie Smollett said that somebody was sending him threatening letters signing the letters MAGA, and this was the prelude, the preamble, the setup for his ultimate hoax with the Nigerian brothers in that cold, cold weather. So just like in this story, we have a tale as old as time, Beauty and the Beast. Disney, don't copyright strike me. And it starts off with something small. Apparently, this school is a predominantly white school. Who could imagine a private Catholic university in the middle of Wisconsin would have a majority white base of students in a majority white state in a majority white country. I know, shocking, horrible in every way. Obviously, this equals racism, and it turns out the evil white racist in this university decided to go across from this black girl's dorm and write racist messages. And there's a local news report. I want to take you to it, because apparently there were a series of instances that targeted this student in particular. Students and staff over at Viterbo University are showing support for a fellow student who was a target of racist, hate-filled messages. They were written on the black student's dorm room door earlier this week. So, of course, the setup for this is that racist messages were written on this student's dorm. So all of the people in this university that don't want to seem racist because contrary to popular belief, white supremacy is not dominant in the United States of America. People don't want to be called racist because it's one of the worst accusations you can level at a person. So they hold a prayer vigil in honor of this student as a show of support for this student, just giving this student the attention that she deserves because she was victimized by racist hate messages that were put on her door and honestly at this point if this occurred obviously it is horrible you shouldn't do this you shouldn't make people feel unwelcome and i know this should go without saying but you shouldn't target people based on their race white catholic university you ought to be ashamed of yourselves who is running this university obviously an evil white racist catholic and also the catholic church said that they would not confirm gay marriages what evil white racist catholic church news eight now is tyler job is live on campus tonight with what we know right now tyler 
Mike, happening right now is a prayer vigil. So here we have Tyler Job on the scene for the local news. I don't really have any other commentary about this other than the fact that this guy's name is Tyler Job and he's wearing a mask. And honestly, he could be the perpetrator. He's wearing the mask outside. His name is Tyler Job. I don't trust him, but he's covering the story. So maybe he has an alibi for when this incident went down. For some of the incidents that have occurred here at Viterbo University over the last couple of months, the most recent was a student finding racist messages written on Sharpie on her dorm room door. They include, get out of our school and you're a bad person because you're black. Get out of our school and you're a bad person because you're black. You're a bad person because you're black. Over the last couple of months, the most recent was a student finding racist messages written on Sharpie on her dorm room door. They include, get out of our school and you're a bad person because you're black. On Sharpie on her dorm room get out of our school and you're a black So the message So the on the on the door <laughs> Oh my god. Oh no. Oh shit. Okay, okay. So, now on the dorm room door, these totally believable... door there were these very believable (laughs) those were the messages written in sharpie on this black student's door and i commend all the students at viterbo viterbo university for coming together and having a prayer vigil for this student because if i were in their shoes i would definitely buy into this because that is exactly what racists say about any minority group but specifically black people those messages were 100 percent believable not ridiculous and hilarious in any way just look at any historical oppression throughout history 
when the Klan would march, they would say that you're a bad person. I'm the student this happened to. The freshman at Viterbo, who we're not naming, says she first laughed at the hateful comments written on her dorm room door. So the university is not naming this student at the time. I'm sure this is to protect her and not have her be bullied in the public, which makes perfect sense. But at the time, the news media was buying into this hate hoax. Obviously, if I'm covering it in a video where I set it up the way I set it up, you know that the events described did not happen as described. And one of the interesting giveaways, one of the things that could tip people off is that the news media actually shows her Snapchat of her discovering this. Remember, this was written outside of her dorm room door. So obviously, people walking by through the dorms would be more likely to discover it. And yet, coincidentally, Victoria was the person who discovered it. And the thing is, this didn't just happen to Vicky once. This happened multiple different times. I thought it was a joke. But then it happened again. Eventually realizing she was the target of racism. It's really scary to like wake up in the morning, open your door, and there's a writing of hate on your door. Now I want to take note of a few things. First and foremost, the news media 100% downplayed what was actually written on her door earlier in the segment. And they downplayed it in such a way that I may have found the statements that they released about the attacks on this girl to be comically absurd and hilarious. If you take a look at this Snapchat, and I will not be reading any of the stuff on this Snapchat because of YouTube Terms of Service and because it is actually quite hateful, you can see that the messages written at some points were, in fact, worse. They were, in fact, more severe. So I can understand if you believe this story that... You Energy bills are rising at a historic rate, and there's no end in sight. That's why tens of thousands are using this amazing little device from SavePowerBills.com. It's a small but smart gadget that stabilizes electrical currents, reduces dirty electricity, and helps protect your electronics. Just plug it into your home's wall outlet to help lower energy consumption and ultimately help reduce your power bills every month. Order now to get 65% off plus many free bonuses before they sell out by going to SavePowerBills.com. That's SavePowerBills.com. Order now. You would side with Victoria and the school would launch into the investigations that they would launch into. Also, one of the factors that compounded this mystery up until this point and beyond this point was the fact that this university actually didn't have cameras on the student dorm level because they wanted to respect those students' privacies. Now, there wasn't an official rule in terms of the university about whether they could or couldn't have cameras in the hallways, but they had made the decision that in the latitude that they had according to their policies, that they were not going to do so in the name of student privacy, which the new segment actually does go into. And now the university and beyond is reaching out in arms. We are here today just to stand in solidarity with that student and our other BIPOC students. Rachel Armstrong and a couple other students helped organize a demonstration at the Assisi Courtyard on campus in support of the student and other people of color. It's so beautiful to see the whole community coming together in order to push back against racism and defend not only this student, but all the BIPOC students because Viterbo University not doing a good job. I mean, again, they're Catholic and majority white and 
and they're in the state of Wisconsin. All of those things, I don't know what they even mean, but I think they add up to evil white racism, in my opinion. And my opinion on this matter is fact, because we're talking about racism and feels take precedent over facts to the point where they become facts. This is your time. This is your space. We're denying racism and hate has no home here. So one of the things that I'm laughing about is that this girl says she's denying racism and hate has no home here. What she should have done is actually deny the racism. She should have actually said this story makes no sense. It definitely didn't happen. I am going to deny this story because it is clearly and obviously nonsensical. The university's president says what happened was a crime. Obviously, everyone's distraught. Everyone's upset. This is unacceptable behavior on our campus. The incident this week wasn't the first time there were hate-filled messages written on campus. Earlier this semester on Martin Luther King Day, some flyers were posted around campus criticizing uh, the speaker for our Martin Luther King Day events. She says the statements also questioned Viterbo's support for the LGBTQ plus community. But I'm here to tell you we we completely believe as Viterbo University it is appropriate to support all of our students. And of course you have the university president coming out here apologizing on the cusp of tears talking about how she's going to take this seriously everybody's welcome. Not even an inkling of skepticism or defense for her students, her student body, or the virtues of her university. No way. She's just going to get on board with it and make commitments to make the changes that people need. The victim is asking for that support. Do I look like a black, black present to you not just from the community but also from the one responsible for the hate messages whoever it is you better come out and confess anonymously or if we catch you pray to the god almighty i'm really trying not to harp on the fact that one of the messages that was written and was believed by the student body and the local media and the president of the university contained the phrase bad person in it, and that is considered a serious hate incident. Temple says the university is planning to have several listening sessions and events voicing support for people of color and the entire student body. Now, remember the point I made earlier on in this video. Remember what I was talking about in terms of the security cameras issue. Let's hear the local news set it up after another copycat incident, this time targeting the LGBTQ double XIIP XXJ community happen on the same campus. Security cameras don't exist on student living floors. Preserving privacy is the main reason, but the university may be forced to change. There's a gray area for university decision makers. And here's the thing. While I'm saddened that the university student's privacy was taken away due to a hoax, I'm actually very happy that the university decided to go with the security cameras because up until this point, the person doing the writing, whether you believe them to be a hoaxer, which is accurate, or you believe them to be a perpetrator, had gotten away with it. And the thing is, if they were a hoaxer doing this for attention, the attention was waning. People were getting sick of the story about writing at the university and each controversy had diminishing returns and much in the same way that the letter that Jussie Smollett sent to himself didn't produce the attention that he wanted so Jussie ended up escalating by staging the incident with the Nigerian brothers that is exactly what Victoria decided to do so she graduated from doing the writing messages and started a fire at the university in order to show how the racism against her was escalating. A Turbo University student 
student is under arrest for arson in connection to a small fire inside a campus dorm room early Sunday morning. In our top story tonight, News 8 Now's Jordan Fremstead found out the student is also the same person targeted by alleged racially motivated hate crimes in recent weeks. Now, thankfully, Victoria was as incompetent an arsonist as she was in every other aspect of her lives. So the fire was set in a trash can. It was a small fire. It set off the smoke alarm relatively immediately, and it was put out before anybody was hurt. But this is exceedingly dangerous behavior. It's an escalation in behavior. And due to the fact that the surveillance cameras captured all of this behavior, we were able to determine that Victoria was, in fact, the perpetrator in this instance. Also, she gave statements to the police that showed her discovering this randomly, just like all the other stuff, even though the video completely contradicted her account of events. City of Lacrosse fire crews arrived at Viterbo University shortly after 2 in the morning Sunday for a small fire burning inside Marion Residence Hall. An official news release from Lacrosse Fire Department officials says the fire was inside a garbage can. The fire produced minor damage and an investigation found a student intentionally set the fire. Viterbo University sent an email telling the campus community a student was arrested for arson and mishandling of flammable objects. A police report obtained by a public records request shows the fire came from the second floor lounge of the residence hall. Police interviewed one student on the floor who it turns out was also named as a victim of the alleged racially motivated hate crimes Viterbo University is currently investigating. The report highlights a conversation between this student and a lacrosse police officer. The report says the student messaged a friend that she was potentially the victim of another hate crime because the fire started next to her dorm room. Now at the time of me recording this video I'm not sure how the case actually went. The criminal case against Victoria actually went. So I will give the asterisk that this might legally technically still be alleged but she did admit to the police that she was behind the fire and it would stand to reason that she was also behind all the other hoaxes on top of that or at least all the other hoaxes against her because other people might have done copycat hoaxes on top of that she gave a reason for why she escalated to the fire and i think this is amazing to be captured in a statement police say the student later admitted to intentionally setting the fire in the lounge for attention purposes telling police quote no one was listening anymore end quote police arrested the student for arson and negligent handling of burning materials we are not naming the student until official charges are filed by the state of wisconsin however news 8 now found out this student is the same student who spoke at a rally on viterbo's campus march 11th look i'm for defending the rights of victims of actual crimes as much as anybody else i'm for giving them representation in the courtroom and i truly believe the ideal criminal justice system will have prosecutors with the victim's interests at heart in their pursuit of justice but we've taken this way too far we started obsessing about victimhood in our society way too much to the point where this girl could have killed people in her dorm all because she knew for a fact that victimhood came with attention and that attention in combination with victimhood would lead to power she wanted more people to listen to her she wanted them to hear her out power is defined as influence the more people that you can influence the more power that you can actually have this is all a power play all from the position of victimhood and we can't allow this to happen we need to have a proper venue to address the needs of victims but we can't start making people celebrities just solely based on the fact that they've accused somebody vaguely out there in the ether of victimizing them it's not going to work and for now until the end of time as long as we have this attitude we will be seeing more of these instances jesse smollett was not the originator jesse smollett was not unique he was reading the tea leaves he knew what got you attention and he thought combining victimhood with
with his already celebrity status, would get him everywhere he needed to get in life. Fortunately, these people were caught, but you got to think about all the other instances that don't make any sense on its face like this one that we never find out are hoaxes because unlike in this case, after they do their first initial hoax, they don't continue to perpetually victimize themselves in the public. Security cameras exist on the second floor of this building because of those alleged hate crimes around the student store this semester, according to Viterbo University's director of campus safety, who was interviewed in the report. This student told police she heard a smoke alarm and started to alert people in the building. Law enforcement say the student's story didn't line up with video captured on those security cameras. The only reason that this girl got caught is because she went one step too far. She victimized herself one too many times, and because our nation is obsessed with fighting off racism, because nobody, no institution, no university or anything like that wants to be deemed racist, they complied, they spent money on surveillance cameras, and that ultimately led to her own undoing. It's almost like a fable in that regard, where she sows the seeds for her own destruction in the future. She created the crisis that led to the surveillance cameras being put in, and she was the perpetrator caught on those surveillance cameras doing the race hoax. It's really quite poetic in that way, but if you think about it, all she had to do was stop where she was, and she could have maintained that status throughout her years at the university. She could have told this story applied to graduate schools, and she would have got in based on the fact that she had produced a compelling narrative. She would have gotten away with it if not for the fact that she could not stop herself from being a perpetual victim. If not for her craving for attention, nobody would have regarded this as anything unusual, which is very similar to Jesse Smollett with the letter thing. If you would have just left it there, nobody would have went after him. Nobody would have prosecuted him. Nobody would have really investigated him. It would have been a thing that he alleged once. That was no big deal, never to be talked about again. So think about that concept anytime somebody tells you these hoaxes are incredibly rare. Think about that concept anytime somebody says, oh, well, you're giving outsized attention to this one instance. Her writing was nonsensical from the jump. It was incredibly suspicious that she was the one who discovered this outside of her door before anybody else, and everybody lapped it up, and they started bending to her will, even though the circumstances initially were incredibly suspicious. How many of those cases with obvious suspicious circumstances are completely glossed over and taken in by the university and create policy changes because nobody has the guts, the courage, or the fortitude to actually look into what's going on? How many times are people going to say, believe the victims, listen and believe, don't check anything before we realize that this is a societal problem. But hey, those are just my thoughts. Let me know your thoughts down in the comments below. If you like this video, you can show me by leaving a like. You can subscribe for more content. Follow me on all my social medias. You can support me via the support links in the description box. This has been me talking about a ridiculous hoax. Till next time. Violent crime across the U.S. has skyrocketed. Just recently, a politician was carjacked by three armed attackers outside his home in Washington, D.C. This comes several months after another politician was assaulted in the elevator of her building. Between mass shootings, kidnappings, burglaries, and carjackings, it's never been more vital to learn how to protect yourself. This is why tens of thousands are choosing the Fighter Flare Flashlight. The Fighter Flare Flashlight has awed people with a wonderful design and massive light output. On top of an ultra-bright 800-lumen light, it boasts powerful strobe lighting modes for self-defense, a glass breaking hammer, a built-in power bank, solar-powered recharging, rope cutter, siren, and much more. Countless five-star reviews back up the notion that this flashlight is the latest and greatest in the EDC market. 
But there's more. If you place your order for the Fighter Flare Flashlight now, you'll also receive 66% off, free express shipping, and last but not least, a 100% lifetime guaranteed replacement. Simply go to www.fighterflare.com to take advantage of this limited time deal before they sell out. www.fighterflare.com. Order now.